Welcome to Why the Hell Are We Friends? I'm Ellis. And I'm Mudge, and we really shouldn't be friends. Mudge is a spiritual guru and loves nothing more than running healing workshops and staring at the stars. Whereas Ellis is a staunch non-believer and can be found regularly staring at me blankly when I talk about crystals and spirits. But despite our spiritual differences, we get on like a house on fire. Or twin flames. Hmm, you've lost me on that. Don't worry. Anyway, join us each week as we scrutinise each other's life choices. Expect horoscope hang-ups, crystal ball conundrums, and my futile attempts to indoctrinate Ellis into the world of spirituality. So, let's get to today's topic... Food! Nom, nom, nom. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Mudge, the reason I wanted to talk about food today is because I had a small gathering recently, which you were invited to, and in preparation, I sent everyone, including you, a message to just check their dietary requirements. Oh, God. And in response, you sent me a PDF. Would you like to explain yourself? Basically, I am going on an ayahuasca retreat soon and in the run-up to the retreat basically you have to cut up everything fun from your diet has to go so any salt any sugar any vinegar any oil anything delicious vinegar oh gutted i love guzzling a whole pint of vinegar (laughs) balsamic (laughs) on a salad gone oh that is sad isn't it you're just eating leaves basically basically an undressed salad and there is Nothing worse than an undressed salad. No. I've actually got a copy of, of it here. And oh, yes. I did have a quick look at it when you did send it over to me and I was organising an afternoon tea. So like sandwiches, scones, cake, all of that. And I looked at your document. So on here, no seaweed, dulse or kelp. I don't even know what dulse or kelp <laughs> is. Like what even is that? I wouldn't eat that anyway. Basically, they're all types of seaweed. Oh, right. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Um, no mangoes or pineapples. That Surely that's like healthy, good stuff. Yeah, so it's not necessarily health related. I mean, a lot of it looks like you're cutting out loads of foods that aren't particularly healthy. Mm. But it's more about the way that certain foods interact with the ayahuasca itself. So it inhibits the part of your brain that breaks down a certain enzyme which is in a lot of food. So you have to cut out all the foods that contain that enzyme or else you could die. Great. (laughs) It's good motivation, though, to stick to it, right? Yeah, quite strong motivation, I would say. Um, We should probably quickly explain what ayahuasca is, but maybe we can cover it in another episode in a bit more detail. Yeah, I think it definitely warrants its own episode. But in a nutshell, it's a psychoactive brew used by shamans for healing, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual healing. And they have used it in the Amazon for years and years. And basically you take it, you throw up violently (laughs) and you see some wonderful things and you come out a new person, the other side. And it's not legal in this country. Well, yeah, it's, it's absolutely not legal in this country. So this is not a promotion. <laughs> and there's no way in hell I would ever do it. Are you sure? Yeah. 
hundred percent. Is it just the diet that's put Ma- you off? Yeah, mainly, mainly like looking at this, no fizzy drinks. What about my diet coke? No, <laughs> no dolls. What, <laughs> what would you do with no, no dolls? No dolls. What the fuck would I do? Though there are things that it says you can have. You would be allowed to have a very small amount of natural agave coconut sugar or honey. I would take that to just basically be like, it's fine, I'm just going to have a whole jar of honey and just eat that like Winnie the Pooh with my hands, like sticking it in. You can have, what else? You can have some carbohydrates. Gluten-free pasta. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Would Mm. eat, would eat. Drinks. You're allowed water. That's good. (laughs) Thanks thanks for that. Can confirm. You can drink water. (laughs) But yeah, it's there's there's a lot. And hang on a minute, I'm just scrolling down the document and I didn't read this far when I first saw it. <laughs> Maybe we can cover this more in a, another episode. But I'm just saying, seeing there's a lifestyle restrictions thing. Oh, this might entertain you uh, even more than the list of dietary restrictions. And it, and it says, just one of the lines, just to pick out, and we will cover this another time, is, it is important that you refrain from sexual activity, including masturbation. It is. Okay, good. Well, um, how are you feeling right now? How are your um, sexual energy levels? <laughs> Do you feel like you're, you, you've been refraining and you need to go on a rampage? I, no, I don't feel like that's a really weird feeling of like having done this this diet now for several weeks and having not masturbated for several weeks as well. Like my energy feels and my body feels much lighter, much clearer. I feel like there's a lot of space inside me. Because you're absolutely starving. (laughs) (laughs) I feel completely empty. (laughs) Because you are. (laughs) But in a good way. You're feeling it in a good way. Yeah, in a good way, in a good way. Like, they kind of say, the shamans say, you have to cut all the stuff out of your diet and out of your life they look at diet as not just what you eat but everything that you consume Mm. so the interactions that you have with people the books that you read the films that you watch and obviously anyone that you're having sex with as well (laughs) like that's a, a lot of energy of theirs that you take on and so by clearing all of the stuff that's negative you do just feel like a lot lighter things feel a lot simpler I'm definitely my head feels a lot clearer as well well, I'm glad that you're getting some benefits because if it was me, I would just be like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. I cannot cope with this. So, And that's interesting too, because actually a lot of people, the first few days when they go on it, they find that they become really angry or really anxious, like all the kind of emotional stuff that typically people will eat to just numb out the uncomfortable feelings when you are forced to eat like this that stuff comes out in extreme ways i'm so angry that i can't eat oil (laughs) it's so frustrating and it's not really about the oil it's about something deeper but in our day-to-day lives we never really access what that what that feeling is Mm. about okay here's a question what would be harder for you to give up Sex and masturbation or chocolate? <laughs> oh, this is going to sound shady, but it would be chocolate. <laughs> it would be, but I just because it's, it's wait, or this is this generally, or is this just for like in the run up to a an ayahuasca retreat for life? Oh, for life. <sighs> for li- if it was for life, I probably would give up the chocolate. But if it was for that a short period of time, you 
way too long a time to answer that question. I'm actually stunned by how long he had to deliberate on that question. It wasn't like... There was a part of me that was considering going celibate for life just so that you could continue eating chocolate. I just love chocolate so much. Oh it's so God. good. <laughs> it's so creamy. <laughs> Oh dear. Do you not like chocolate? I did used to like it. I have gone vegan now and I have to say vegan chocolates don't come for me vegans, but they're not as good no, as normal chocolate. And so I found like nice little substitutes, but it doesn't quite hit the spot in the same way as the OG dairy milk used to. Mm. And so in that way, I'm not as addicted to it or dependent on it as I once was because it's just, it's not as good. Fair. On the other hand, something that I have noticed that you do really like, generally, <laughs> whenever I've been to your flat, previous times, mm. often you'll be like, oh, like, Ellis, can I, like, get you a glass of water? And, like, you'll normally, like, open the fridge and, like, get some nicely filtered water out or something. And then as the fridge door opens and the fridge light comes on... There's a ray of green. And that ray of green is because your whole fridge, bar the water, is filled with celery. <laughs> Just a fridge of celery. <laughs> like, what's going on there? Why do you love celery so much? <laughs> You're ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you have just over your mouth you cannot handle I, my mouth, like, I think it's like one of those things that you never really expect anyone to see like you know what's inside your bedside drawer or what's inside your fridge when you live alone you don't expect it to be painted around it but yeah I just I love a celery juice I love a celery juice first thing in the morning on an empty stomach there is actually some science to it as well the science is our bodies find it quite hard to absorb pure water because it's less salty than the liquids in our small intestine. I hope I've got this right. <laughs> <laughs> and fact check me. Whereas celery juice has a tiny bit of salt in it. So actually it's more hydrating than water, particularly when you drink it on an empty stomach. Do you even like the flavour of it? I love it. I love the taste. You do now, but you force yourself to drink it every day. And actually, that's a good point because when I first drank it, I was like, <laughs> it was horrible. It's horrible. I thought I can't do this to myself. No. But your palate changes when you drink something. A bit like habit forming. So do it for 30 days and it becomes a habit. So I did it for 30 days. And then I remember the first time that I went away and I didn't have access to a juicer. First world problems. And I was like, oh, how what am I going to do? What do I have first thing in the morning? What can I replace it with? And obviously you can get juices pretty much everywhere but celery is slightly more niche and not everyone <laughs> it's not popular no it's not popular. It's really not popular could i make a strange request <laughs> i would like to get one celery juice please and yeah no having to go without it for a week i was like ready to come home how much celery do you buy a week i think probably 10 stalks of <laughs> 10 stalks of celery 10 packs a week. of celery yeah. 10 packs of celery how many stalks are in a pack so like you know one whole bulb. Oh, what's a... I, I, see, I feel like... Have this... you only seen pre-cut celery? <laughs> Have you never seen celery in its, just in its natural form? I thought celery was just all Came in sticks. 
What does a real oh what does a celery look like when it comes out the ground? Does it does it come out the ground? It comes out the ground. It does not come I'm from a tree. I'm actually this. Hang on, I need to look just, this up. You just Google celery. Google celery. Celery from ground? Should I Google celery from ground? Oh my God. There's like five to 10 stalks per plant. Oh my God. And also it's got leaves on it. Wow. What have you only seen celery like chopped up in a bowl of yes! like crudités? That's everyone. That's the only way I know it is because you dip your <laughs> dip it into your hummus. Ah, <laughs> oh. yeah. So no, each one has quite a few stalks on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, one of those makes a point of celery juice. Okay, how much money are we, are we talking per week? Oh, it's not expensive. Probably ten pounds. So ten pounds a week on celery. Right, four weeks in a month. Let's call that 40 quid. Time is up by 12, 48. So like 480 pounds. 480 pounds a year on celery. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what else could you spend that on? Wait, wait. But if we unpacked our weekly food shops, I <laughs> am... 90% certain mine would be significantly less than yours because all of the rest of my diet is vegetables and pulses largely. So it's very cheap. That's a, a luxury purchase. I treat myself. Okay, fair enough. What else is in your weekly food shop? Apart Everything apart from celery. Yeah, tell me what, what's in there. Yeah, it's just chocolate bars. No, it's not. It's not. I've really been trying to not eat as much chocolate recently. But most recent food... I say food order, really the highest percentage of money has been spent on Cremon, i.e. the um, fizzy champagne, but cheaper. So I call it a food shop. Really, it's a drink shop. Oh my gosh. And actually, that's the lifestyle change that's made the biggest financial change. No drinking. Mm. No drinking. And because alcohol is so expensive. But yeah, overall, I don't, I don't spend too much money on like naughty things in a in a weekly shop. It's more, and this is where actually the booze thing comes in. Booze for me is dangerous because if I've had a couple of drinks, I will just be like, oh my god, get me all the fast food in the world. And although there wasn't booze involved this night, there was a recent time after I'd seen you that I feel like I need to confess to, which did involve some fast food. Okay, go on. <laughs> go on. So, this is a safe space. <laughs> so, you know, the other day you encouraged me to come to one of your sound baths at your flat and it was in the evening and I was like, I, you know, made my polite goodbyes at the end of it, walked back to the tube station and then there in the distance, I saw the golden arches on the way to the tube. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this, can I? Like, I shouldn't really be going. It's a casual Saturday night. I could go home and have dinner. I could prepare something fresh. But no, went into the golden arches and I bought not one chicken mayo burger, but I also bought a cheeseburger. And I bought some chips. <laughs> and I sat down in McDonald's on my own. <laughs> I devoured it. And all I could think of was, I've just left my just lovely sound bath. And I basically sort of just gone and sat and 
on my own like a loser and ate some McDonald's. I feel like it's a protest. <laughs> protest to having to go to the soundbar. You're yeah. like, fuck you, Marsh. I'm going to go and get McDonald's. Oh, yeah. I was I was treating myself after the experience, yeah. Okay, serious, serious response. I actually think it's quite common, and I even said this at the time, right? Like, you know, the emotions start bubbling up from the sound bath and that can make you want to reach out for your comfort foods. Yeah, maybe it was comfort food eating. Mm. Maybe I was pining for something. Because that's not your usual Saturday night hang <laughs> out, is it? Um, no, no, it's not, it's not, it's not. It's not at all. But I did actually eat alone. The other time before that that I ate alone was also in a fast food restaurant, but that was because I'd lost my keys, couldn't get into my flat, and I was like... The only option is to go to Pizza Hut. And just hang out there. <laughs> just sit in hang Pizza Hut yeah. and have a pizza yeah. and a glass of Prosecco, which was actually a great way to spend the evening. So Yeah, it doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> Do you want to come next time? they <laughs> <laughs> have got a good salad bar. <laughs> oh, anyway, good fridge chat, good fast food chat, and good luck, Mudge, with the ayahuasca retreat. Hopefully... You will survive it and we will be able to do another episode with a deeper dive into ayahuasca. Let's take a little break and we'll be back shortly with our usual horoscopes and mystic mudge to answer your crystal ball conundrums. Welcome back to Why the Hell Are We Friends? Mud, shall we do some crystal ball conundrums? One sec, let me just get ready. Are you summoning the spirits? They're with us. In a Is that a new bowl, by the way? A new musical bowl? This is, yeah, this is the, the heart chakra one. Oh, a heart chakra bowl. It's great. Yeah, what's the topic of today's questions? Hopefully there'll be something love related in there oh then actually you might be in luck that's a great way for me to get into it this one is from isabel hi mystic mudge i've been dating a guy i met on hinge for three months his profile says he's looking for a relationship but we're yet to have the talk in inverted commas how do i ask him what he wants without freaking him out mystic mudge do you have any advice firstly i don't want to say ignore everything on his dating app profile but Remember what the purpose of a dating app profile actually is. It's essentially just a marketing hook to get the people mm. interested that you want to be interested in you. And so you can't, I don't want to say you can't trust what's on there, but you have to take everything on there with a pinch of salt. And my next bit of advice would be, if you are worried about freaking him out, you may already have your answer. I know that sounds savage, but he sounds like she's currently in the purgatory of wanting more but not knowing what the other person wants and waiting for them to communicate what they want but I think she should step up and tell him what she wants instead what is the talk that's that's like when you're basically like oh so shall we like become girlfriend boyfriend or girlfriend girlfriend or boyfriend boyfriend is that that's what the talk is isn't it basically basically being like are we exclusive or yeah up-leveling commitment mm. however that looks obviously relationships can take different forms but taking the next step have you ever had the talk with a guy i have had the talk 
Doesn't look like it went very well from your facial expression. <laughs> the last time I had the talk, I'd been dating someone for maybe four months at the time. And it's a raging commitment phobe. And I kind of knew that, but I overlooked it because to be fair, so was I. But four months in, I was like, okay, this is the time to take things to the next step. So I said, I like you and I am ready to be exclusive. <laughs> I said it like that. I didn't ask him what he wanted. Oh, I just told him what I wanted. That's quite clever. Well, I knew, I saw in his response mm. that he was not on the same page. He shot himself. He really <laughs> did. He said, oh, 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 oh. Like, like, oh, no. And so I knew from that response, like, it was so much more insightful than what typically happens if you ask someone the question, like, where's this going? Or like, how do you feel about us? Like, you give them free reign to be a complete wordsmith and say whatever they want to potentially consciously or unconsciously manipulate you whereas if you say hi this is where I'm at this is what I want it's very difficult for someone to talk their way out of it and you'll know just by their reaction by their emotional state whether or not they're on the same page and then with that guy what did happen what was the outcome he was like, oh, do, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure about that. And I ended things <laughs> that, that day. Within a minute, um, it was over. And then absolutely classic. The minute that, not within a minute, I left. And then I called him later. Said, I don't think it's working out. And at that moment, he was like, oh, no, I like I changed my mind. Like, <laughs> And I was like, this guy, like the classic commitment phone wants what he can't have, like blows hot and cold. Like, watch out for those red flags. What about you, Alice? Have you ever had the talk? Had to give the talk or received the talk? I probably have had the talk at some point, but the the thing that springs to mind is having received the talk with my current fiancé. So all's, all's well, but in the early days of the relationship, the dating days, like a couple of months in, basically he noticed that I still had the dating apps on my phone, which is how we met. Um, and I think it was all kind of part of a exclusivity chat, like, oh, he was like, I've deleted them off my phone. Um, and I was basically like, mm, you know, like, I don't really want to delete them yet. Like, maybe it's cool to like keep them here. Mm. But what I said at the time was like, oh, no, but like, I wanted to keep them so that I could like remember our first conversation together. Oh, <laughs> in my oh, panic, in my snake. panic. <laughs> Um, but I, I did then delete them like after a bit of thought I was like no this is fair enough because I was like I'll delete them and then I could always like re-download them later if these be <laughs> um, so yeah and did you re-download I, them? I, I, no I didn't I didn't re-download them but I did which actually in retrospect is quite sweet I did go back and screen grab the first interaction we had had on the dating app okay so there was which, some truth in that lie yeah there was some truth in the lie um and then I do also remember like the I love yous is a classic like are you gonna say it are they gonna say it oh, back yeah. and I feel like a twat but he said it first and I was like Oh my god! Oh my god! And obviously now I'm like, of course, I love you wholeheartedly. But at the time, I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Uh, I have like the opposite problem, which I think is actually probably 
a lot of people in the spiritual world, we say I love you to everyone. We say <laughs> I love you to literally everyone and we're always loving everyone. So it becomes kind of a weird thing when you're dating someone of like, oh, okay, that that sentence now carries a, a different resonance <laughs> that means that I can't just drop it in the same way that I would with a stranger. Yeah. Have you ever said I love you like in a spiritual way on like a first date and they're like, oh, or they're like, what the hell? Maybe a first date that like I knew wasn't going anywhere romantically. What, you said I love you on a first date? I don't know if I would have said I love you or maybe like much love or like... <laughs> like much love and blessings. Many <laughs> blessings on your part. <laughs> Thank you and I'll never see you again. <laughs> Many blessings and love, but it's a no from me. But goodbye. <laughs> Peace. So I guess... Back to the advice for Isabel. <laughs> How does she ask him what he wants without freaking him out? I mean, you said basically your advice seems to be just say how you're feeling and see how he reacts. Is that kind of the vibe? Yeah, and I think you have to let go of any attachment to his reaction because he's going to react the way that he's going to react. And for you, this is about extricating yourself from purgatory rather than trying to communicate something in a way that gets you the response that you want. The way that you say it is not going to change the outcome. What do you think, Atheist Ellis? I think what you need to do is get him to meet your family and try and meet his family, because I think after that you'll have a good idea of whether things are like going to be moving on. If someone's allowing you into their world outside of just you and them then it's a good sign and also I say you know even if you're not on the same page now that doesn't mean that you won't ever be like look at me at the at that that back in the day I was like mm, not sure about this and here I am gonna get married so great advice love it got nothing else to say except this let's do some horoscopes you're a Pisces I am can confirm i'm a capricorn um last and... time i checked <laughs> yeah although they did change at one point didn't they they did and there's actually more than one astrology system but let, let's not get oh into god that. let's not open that can of worms okay i have just been sent one for you from our producer you can never be anyone other than who you are pisces that's the way it is and you can't change it other members of your family may have dreamed of getting free of a duty or a moral lesson, but these dreams don't apply to you. Your dreams of being someone else are like phantoms that have come back to haunt you. Simply brush them away. You have natural intuition and your gut is telling you something is not right. Your face looks so serious. You think it is so well, it's weird because like the whole of the first part, I was like, yeah, I know that I'm, I've always had a bit of the don't quite fit in, bit of a black. I mean, you can attest to this even before I was spiritual at school. I've always been <laughs> not quite like other people, mm. a little bit on the outside. And I'm just thinking, are there any like old dreams of being someone other than me that have come back to haunt me? Perhaps they'll come this evening. I'll have to let you know next time. <laughs> but the thing about what in my gut is not right? Oh, God, I'm going to spend the whole day thinking about what's not right when actually everything feels kind of okay. 
So it could all just be a lie, this horoscope. This is making me incredibly paranoid. <laughs> God. I've got one thought that's just popped to mind. Oh, Maybe your on. gut is not right. Because this ayahuasca diet you've been doing. <laughs> and all of the food that you've not been eating. You're not happy. Yeah, okay, let's go for the literal interpretation. And I'll have to let you know if something feels a bit off. Okay. Have you got one for me? I do. If it says... Dear Seagoat. Dear Seagoat. Again. I'm I might just edit that. Blow my lid. <laughs> Even if it's not there. So your horoscope today, dear Capricorn. <laughs> Stop asking if you're gifted, Capricorn. This definitely isn't the time for such questions. Now is the time to work on something concrete. You will need the help of others if you're to succeed. So get to work convincing them to ally with you. You may have to reveal more of yourself than you normally do in order to sway people to your side. It's time to get out of your hole and take action. Well, get out of your hole. Oh my God. Is that it? It's one more sentence. Never be afraid of who you are or what you want. A psychic reading can reveal the best way to obtain your goals. Oh my God. Would you like a psychic reading? Oh my God. Can um, what can you do one for Yes, me? yeah, I can do one for you. What, maybe in like another episode? Yeah, in another episode. I think we need a whole episode for that one. <laughs> oh God. Okay, great. So what do you think of your horoscope? Um, I mean, the first line of it, stop asking if you're gifted, just makes me think, hashtag gifted on Instagram, which is definitely not something I do. Um, but you should. The thing that's got me thinking is the bit about having to reveal more of myself than I normally do. And I'm like, does that mean, am I going to be stripping off like yes. a cheeky little bat flash like <laughs> to, to, to sway people to my side? Like, that's not appropriate in the office if I need to persuade people at work. Oh, God. But then again, I do work from home sometimes. So maybe my other half could just have a little little bat flash and maybe he'll like make me a cup of tea yeah that could work that could work i mean my interpretation was more kind of emotional vulnerability (laughs) bringing people towards you but yeah i can see how you could interpret it literally too Hmm. maybe i'll try it this week and um see if it gets me more of what i want is that inappropriate (laughs) that's definitely inappropriate (laughs) that's all we've got time for in today's episode of why the hell are we friends We'll be back next week with a new topic, your crystal ball conundrums and more horoscopes. But until then, keep it spiritual. Or just keep it real. If you've got a crystal ball conundrum you'd like Mystic Mudge or Atheist Alice's help with, just drop us a DM on Instagram at why the hell are we friends?